Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, cat lovers. This is Michelle Fern, your host on Catitude. Did you ever wonder what it's like for your cat when you bring home a new baby? Well, my author today, actually, she's an author and illustrator, wrote a book. It's a children's book. It's absolutely adorable. And oh, I can't say enough great things about it. I love it. And it just makes a great gift for anyone with little ones bringing home a cat for the first time. So I'm excited to talk to her. We're going to be right back after this message. Here's an alarming statistic. More than two-thirds of dogs and cats have oral health disease by the age of three, and one of the indicators is bad breath. Do your pets have a healthy mouth? Do you cringe when it's time for a kiss or a snuggle? Let's get to the cause. Harmful bacteria in their mouth. And bad breath is just the start. The bad bacteria cause tartar and oral disease, which can lead to serious overall health problems. It's critical to make sure your pet's oral health is the best it can be, as good dental health is key to optimizing their overall health. Now, good news! It's easy and affordable to improve their oral health with Probiora Pet. Just one scoop of this dental care probiotic mixed into their food daily floods the mouth with positive bacteria, which crowds out the bad. This means better oral health and fresher breath. Probiora Pet is an all-natural dental care probiotic. It's odor and taste-free, so your pets will still enjoy their chow. We want to keep your pets healthy. During National Pet Oral Health Month, our listeners can save 10%. Go to probiorapet.com and use PLR10 at checkout. That's probiorapet.com. Use PLR10 at checkout to save 10%. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to welcome Natalie Nelson. Hi. Hi. She's the author (laughs) and illustrator, so you're doubly talented, of Cat's First Baby. Thanks for having me. Sorry, I jumped the gun and said hi early because it's my first podcast to ever be on, so I'm learning as I go. You're going to be a rock star. You're going to be perfect. So you did all the illustrations, obviously, in the book as well as write it. Yes, I'm an illustrator first. I illustrated multiple books for other authors in my career. And only in the last few years have I ventured into writing and illustrating, being the whole creator of the book. And so this book is my third that I've written and illustrated. So, but my formal training is in illustration, but I'm veering into writing because it's, I mean, it's a way to get to have the full creative control over the whole book. So it's great. Yes. And it's your third. So I know you wrote a book called Dog's First Baby. Yes, I wrote Dog's First Baby because I have a dog, actually. And then when I pitched it to publishers, I went ahead and pitched it as a set dog and cat's first baby. And I really hadn't I hadn't written cat's first baby yet. But thankfully, they they saw enough promise in dog and they thought that they believed in me and figured that it would work well as cat's first baby. And so it did come second, but they're very much a pair, even though they've come out about six months apart. 
it's great because there's so many households. There's actually more households have dogs, but cat population is higher because most people have two or more cats. So that makes sense. Right. Except for some people. I mean, one of our show hosts has 19, which and her partner has 11. Her partner on the show, two women. And and I have five, three indoor, two outdoor because they're like feral cats, which means they. Does it get easier with more or does it just get more fun with more, I guess? (laughs) Well, you know. If I didn't have two sisters from different litters and different misters that didn't like each other all the time, it would be easier. So <laughs> I have the two sisters. That have your hands full. You know, Molly used to be bullied by Charlotte. Now she's an adult cat, so she can bully, you know, Charlotte. So the two girls get into it. Dennis, who's part Maine Coon, who thinks he's a dog, he could care less. He just sleeps, does his own thing, you know, right next to you. If you have a snack, he's your man. He comes right there, taps you. Where's mine? So we all have their personalities, just like dogs, you know, but it's, yeah. But what I love about, let's talk about your book. I like that you put it cat's first baby. So it's kind of from the cat's point of view, because it makes sense to me because, and I want to ask you why you chose this point of view, but for me, you know, babies are so little, they don't know much, but the cats, they grow up like by four months, six months, they could be mommies They have no, have their own litter. So it totally makes sense. But why did you choose it to be from a cat's point of view? Um, I definitely am. The book is 100% geared towards adults who have had a pet a cat or a dog before they have a baby. I know it can work for other purposes, but for me, I mean, all of my friends had pets before babies and before human babies. And yeah, I thought now the baby's going to be brought home and they're not going to know any life different from the dog or the cat in the house, but the pet has been there establishing their routine, very happy with the setup. And then it's really their life that gets upended and changed and they, you know, didn't really have a say in the matter. The hope is that they end up coming to love the new creature in the house. But I definitely, as I was pregnant myself, I was thinking about my dog and what he would think of the baby. And so it just sort of, it came from there from a personal experience. But um, yeah, the more that I've worked on these and talked to people who read them, it definitely, everyone has so many stories of their first encounters with their child and their pet or you know watching the progression of the the baby and the pet kind of get to know each other but how i just thought it would be much more fun to kind of say like and then also there's similarities between babies and cats and to to kind of find those similarities and differences but from the cat's perspective would just be a fresh uh, way to go about it Right. And have a bit of humor as well. Yeah. So it's from the parents point of view, but it's a children's book. Well, that's it's definitely a children's book. I shouldn't have said it's for children, but I mean, adults buy children's books. And I I definitely see it as a book that you could happily give someone maybe who at a baby shower that is about to have a baby, um, kind of prepping their pet for their baby. But my son, who is 16 months almost, he loves both of the books. He's very happy if I set both books down in front of him and he fingers through them and points at the cat and points at the dog. So it's definitely for kids. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. So 
Let's talk about, okay, you've mentioned that you had dogs before, not cats. And cats are way different. But what did you find a little challenging when you were writing this thinking, you know, well, I know dogs, I don't really know cats, like unique things like, like I have one of the sections here, you know, we both take baths, but you mentioned, you know, for the cat, but yours are wet, mine are dry. So that's a cute analogy that I wouldn't have thought to even put together because you know, cats don't take baths. You know, you can get them bathed, but leave that to the groomer because that is a, a process, you know. Mm-hmm. How did you come to the decision to, you know, put some of these, you know, little cat tips in here? Well, you're correct. I had to send out an SOS to my friends who were cat parents. <laughs> Um, and so I did a lot of research. I mean, it wasn't like it was research through experience and people were incredibly excited to lend their suggestions and anecdotes. And it was great. I got tons of pictures and videos of kids with cats and also, also people who didn't have human children, but really loved sharing like idiosyncrasies about cats. A few of the things that I knew I wanted to include in the book that are so different and just seem unique to cats versus dogs, because some of the stuff is like a pet learning a a child is there's some overlap. But um, I loved all the stories of cats like being mischievous and knocking things off of tables or trying to get attention in those ways. Like I had no idea about that. And then across so many friends and people who lent their stories, that was always in there. I thought that was hilarious to think about the cat sort of teaching little trickeries to the baby. So that's like towards the end of the book, like they're starting to bond and you see there is a spread where the cat is teaching the baby to knock a cup of water off the table. I loved that. Uh, yeah, the the bath spread was unique because yeah, cats kind of groom themselves, I guess. And uh, just bathing a baby is such a like ritual. You do it so often and the thought, the juxtaposition of like, we do both get clean somehow, but it's in very different ways was a fun image, probably, first of all. And so figured out how to a way to get it in there. And then just like all the climbing that cats do is really fun um, image wise. Like how many ways could I think of to get the cat to be in sort of perilous and up high and down low positions that, again, are very unique to cats versus a dog is just like, all out there, you know, and cats can scale and hide and peek out of things. So those were those were some of the few that I got really excited about including in the book. I like the part where you have the cat zooming around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dogs get the zoomies too, but cats for sure. for sure, like crazy. Yeah. And they'll do it inside. And like I, my dog gets the zoomies, but he tends to save it for outside. And like the, yeah, the zoomies were something, again, people were very insistent on that's a daily or that's a that's something that is very common to cat owners so you gotta you gotta have that in there yes that was a tough one because i wanted to be able to show motion but it's a still still book so i had to figure out how to how to show that well you did a good job because it's hard because you're drawing the the picture from different viewpoints as well Mm -hmm. that makes it hard is your cat suppose is it a tuxedo cat I think it's sort of, yeah, it's, it's a suggestion of tuxedo. And that was another, there's all these conversations that go into things like that with the art directors at a publisher, because I tried a lot of different styles of cats. It ended up coming down to a lot of just like color options and the dark blue cat kind of read better on 
the other colors that I had in the palette than like a lighter cat. And so we went with that one, not necessarily because it's like patterned after a very specific cat, just that it, yeah, I liked the kind of facial expressions that it was able to give with that white kind of snout and the yellow eyes. And then the blue really popped on a lot of pages. So that was kind of why we went with it. I was thinking it's black because I don't think there's any blue cat. Well, there's there's Russian blue, but it's like the gray blue. But this could be a new thing. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) The blue tugs. Go for it. Yeah, you're right. It is. It would be a black cat if it were a bit more realistic, but it's a navy blue. Navy blue is close enough to black. And publishing Mm -hmm. world, you have to think of all these things as far as color and, and all of that where... You know, in real life, they are the colors that they come out. But we're going to take a short break, and then I have some more questions for you. So I'll be right back. Max, a nine-year-old rescue cat, was struggling to get up the stairs. I tried Antinol, which is a natural, super potent pet joint and well-being supplement that has enhanced the lives of over 2 million pets worldwide. You know, in just 30 days, Max Recovery has let him race up the stairs. Start Antinol daily and see your dog or cat's mobility comfort improve in just 30 days. Guaranteed. If you want to be proactive about your pet's health and wellness, Antinol is an effective way to help prevent mobility discomfort. And check this offer out. You're not going to believe it. It's fabulous. Free shipping on your first order and a free bonus pack for the first 15 days to give optimal results and a 100% money back guarantee. Start your pet's mobility makeover at Antinol.com. Keep happiness in motion. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking to Natalie Nelson about her book, Cat's First Baby. So, Natalie, I know you did a lot of research And I know this is a children's book and it just does such a great job of, you know, explaining to kind of tell children about cats, you know, but did you find when your research, any tips for babies? You like for families welcoming a baby with a pet? Yes, especially for cats. Maybe share one or two that you maybe alluded to in the book, but you know, it's not a research book about that. It's a it's a children's book, so it's not going to be in the book. But there might have been some things that you alluded to, like um, I don't know, the water glass <laughs> or something. Yeah, I feel like I could have done more of that. I really was more trying to just write a definitely steering away from the manual and more of just like if you are bringing home a baby, the cat might have some thoughts about it. So here's what might be going on and his brain or her brain. Maybe the sometimes your hugs are a little too tight. I would assume that babies that's okay. Yeah, one. there's there's a picture where the baby is just like squeezing the cat and the cat's eyes are kind of bugging out of its head. <laughs> and I I got a lot of feedback from cat owners that are like, yeah, that I mean it might tolerate it. And again, this I view the book as sort of a progression. So and you kind of see the baby growing sort of like it's kind of over maybe in theory baby's first year. So the early pages, you can tell the baby's a lot smaller. Oh, um, yeah. And then as the book goes along, there's sort of the friendship is forming and also the baby is getting much more able to, you know, move around and 
And yeah, I've seen my dog, like every stage, like there's new things to, to kind of look out for. And like, okay, now I remember when my son started crawling, like that was a clear coach. My dog had to adjust to that because he was this little lump that he could walk over and lick. But now Ames, my son could get to him a lot faster and pull at his ears quicker. And so anyway, yeah, the book kind of moves as well with the age of the child. So towards the end of the book, you should be seeing that they're they're bonding a little bit more, but there's still some rub. So like that picture is almost towards the end. I think it's the second to last spread. And so the cat looks like it's tolerating the hug, but it's probably not that thrilled with it. And it's probably something that, you know, we want to avoid it most of the time. You know, I love that picture. And it's it's kind of a strange thing because babies you have to be so gentle with, but yet they're so rough on everything. They're always yes. my grandson's always like banging stuff and throwing it. And they have a dog. And so the dog's name's Lily. So every dog is called Lily. Every dog you see. Mm-hmm. And he's pulling her, you know, and she's a big, huge golden retriever, but she's <laughs> tolerates it. She's so good with him. And he's just yanks and the whole bit so hugs too tight is perfect and i love the idea you know you notice more as you look at the book over and over how the baby does get older and i so it's just a great book and great for children because they can learn about pets they can learn about the differences you know as they get a little bigger the age range says from two to five i think yeah so this is definitely a great book. And I also like that the pages, and I don't know the technical term for it, that they're glossy, they're coated. So you know how babies are messy, right? Yes, I Their do. hands, they touch food, they they like to, they get into everything. So this book will stay nice and perfect for a very, very long time. These are called board books, and I had never done a board book before. And I do, yeah, I think the glossy is recommended for board books. And now having a baby, yes, who's very messy myself. I totally get it because he drools all over everything. Like if it, yeah, drool is the cleanest thing oh, yeah, that drool. gets on the books. Um, if it, but it's usually other things with food and milk and all kinds of other stuff. So yes, I think the glossy is the way to go for books for this age. Um, Cause they do, they love to, like you said, they're also just really rough with books and everything and pets and literally everything. They're very rough on it. Yeah. They toss it. They're rough with pets and this and that. So let's see, what is your next book? My next book is yet to be discovered. It's been a whirlwind of a couple of years and I'm finally getting back into the studio, coming down from working on these and having a son and the pandemic. So I'm, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what's, what's next, but I'm excited. And these have been so much fun to work on. And honestly, you work on them for like about a year or more before they even come out. Books in general work that way. And so then there's a whole another round of kind of getting to, I finished all the artwork and everything for this a year ago. And so now I'm getting to revisit it and talk with people about it and hear what they think of it and what their babies think of it and their cats think of it. And so that's like a whole, it's like a second half of the process of making the book is then getting to see it out in the world and yeah, find out what resonated with people. So that's the phase that I'm in right now. And I'm looking forward to that being somewhat of an inspiration too. So how has it been overall? People's comments and feedback that you've gotten? It's been great. There's been a lot of, my publisher sent it to a lot of Instagram book people. And so it's been really fun to see 
I don't know. It's just like this. It feels very like kind of a mundane topic, but everyone feels so passionate about their own baby or their own pet or their own nephew with a pet or whatever. So it feels very personal, I think, to a lot of people, even though it feels it's like somewhat of a generic story because there's no I mean, there's no name to any of these pets or babies or, you know, it's really not it's not specific, but yet people read it. And I think they find specificity, you know, especially with a certain image or, you know, they'll make sure they tell me like, oh, that spread, like that was our, we have an exact picture that replicates that. And so that's been really fun because it's, I think because it's somewhat of a open-ended story, it, it has allowed people to kind of take it on themselves and find their personal connection to it. That has happened, like, like I said, Dogs First Baby came out in October. So I've had more comments on that so far, but the cat's first baby advanced copies are getting around right now. And so I'm already starting to hear from folks about it. So I'm excited again to like, once it it comes out in March, March 1st to, yeah, just hear more from cat people this time (laughs) around and find out if I got it right. (laughs) I think they're going to like it. You know, (laughs) I think you hit on a lot of things. They're totally mischievous. They're totally, you know, sniffing the bathing, the zoomies, the, the hugging. Yeah. Another one that I knew was going to be fun was um, we both enjoy a good nap so we can stay up all night. The, the fact that cats are like awake at night or a lot of them are. Yeah. They're, they're pretty much nocturnal. Yeah. Yes, that's such a difference um, with dogs. And so, and when you're a new parent, you are up all night and you're bleary eyed. And the thought of the cat being like, oh, good, everyone's up again is like just really funny to me and such a fun opportunity to kind of show that like baby and cat are getting on the same wavelength in that way. That's the way the cat would see it, you know? Like that was, I chuckled at that when I kind of figured out I could put those two things together. And a lot of people told me cats often try to climb into like the bassinet even. So again, that's just so, I don't know, just having a cat in the house is such a different, a really different kind of vibe than the dog. And so there were a lot of fun, a lot of fun overlaps. I was always a dog person first and I've had cats now for 15 years. So is very different. The part where it says we cruise, we climb, those are boxes. Yes, those are supposed to be boxes. boxes. Yeah, you know what? That's one of Kat's favorite things. You can buy. I heard that. Yes, that is so true. You can buy a bunch of toys and say, you know, that Chewy Box comes, all the toys. No, they don't want the toys. They want the box. I'm not kidding. Like every single email from cat people for my research for this, there was always a mention of of boxes or bags and usually photos with it too, because it is, it's hilarious. Like they're a little snout just sticking out of the corner or yeah, just all the things. So we, I knew, and my publisher, like that was one of the early things we've been talking about. Like, okay, of course there, there will be a whole spread about boxes. That's a given. So we had had to find a way to get that in there, but I knew, I knew we would. So having written about cats, do you see a cat in your future? I'm allergic to cats and so is my husband. So I know, I don't think so, but my sister and her partner have two cats and actually they have a tuxedo and I did use a lot of pictures of him for somewhat of inspiration for this, this cat. And so I was glad we landed on that one because it's kind of related to grandpa, their cat, but yeah, I like them from afar and they're very fun to draw. I will say that. So maybe there's more cat books in my future, but I'm not sure. There will not probably be a cat in my house unless there's, you know, 
a vaccine that allows allergy people to not be allergic to cats. <laughs> I did some shows on that way back. So there's, you know, okay. actually one of our um, show hosts, Dr. Cat, is allergic to cats and she's a veterinarian. I have heard of this and I know people who just love cats so much. They're like, I'm allergic and I just figure it out. But you know, you have a dog and you have a baby. That's kind of a handful. So yeah, it would probably be later when we're not yeah. just like <laughs> trying to survive. Yes. <laughs> yes. And think of the next book. So where can people find your book? It's called Cat's First Baby. And by, of course, Natalie Nelson, where can people find it? It should be available pretty much everywhere books are sold. I like to tell people if you want to support an indie bookstore, a great resource is bookshop.org. You can search books there and I believe then they'll get pulled from independent stores. So that way you're still, you're able to order it online, but it's getting pulled from the shelves of an indie store, but it's on Amazon. It's on barnesandnoble.com. It's on, it should be most, if not all places that you shop for books. So Natalie, you mentioned influencers and Instagram and, you know, that's like the holy grail these days. It's one of my favorites. How can people, if they take pictures or want to show off their book and their baby, whether it's a cat baby or human baby, what is your Instagram? I would love to see pictures of cats, babies, books, anything. Um, and my Instagram handle is Nelson K. Natalie. Okay, so we got that. Well, thank you so much for coming on Catitude and sharing the book. Thanks so much for having me. Well, I hope everyone loved today's show. The book is called Cat's First Baby. It's by Natalie Nelson. If you get it and want to show off on Instagram, be sure to tag Natalie. It's at Nelson K. Natalie. And I want to thank my cat crew, which is Sammy, Jethro, Charlotte, Dennis, and Molly. And little niece Ellie that's going to love this book. She actually, Ellie doesn't have a cat, but she thinks everything that moves that's live that's not a person is a cat. So her dog is called Cat and her other dog was called Cat. So she is going to love this. And hey, Ellie, there might be a cat in your future. Who knows? So I'm dedicating this show to Ellie and my cat crew. And I would also like to thank my guest, Natalie Nelson, for coming on Catitude. Thanks to my producer, Mark Winter, for making me and my guests sound amazing. And huge, huge thanks to all of you listening. Thanks so much to my Catitude audience because you make our show so popular. And hey, if you don't have a little baby in your household or, you know, share this with a friend. This is such a great book. They will love it. And it makes a great gift for a new parents too, or a new grandma, you know? So, hey, remember, lose the attitude, have catitude. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.